What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Construction Royalty Podcast. Uh, today we have my good friend Ahmed Sarafi on the show, and he is the founder of Andalusia Development Company uh, out in Southern California, and they have over a hundred million dollars in commercial assets. Um, he's he's a second generation real estate investor, just like I'm a second generation electrical contractor. So that was pretty cool um, to uh, talk to him about, and. Um, he dropped a lot of knowledge and he gave a lot of value to especially the the early real estate uh beginner people out there that are looking to get started in the development side of construction and you know looking to do more of like the commercial like what he's doing and uh man you're you're not going to want to miss this and you're definitely going to want to take some notes because uh he's very knowledgeable he he has a, a a real estate development course coming out soon so um follow him on ig and then you can um, stay up to date with that and he's also doing a couple of speaking engagements uh, within the within the next couple of months uh, throughout the country so um, you'll definitely want to go and and watch him speak live and man just follow what he's doing man he's doing great things so with that being said guys let's get to it So happy, man. How's it going, brother? Good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. Just here, actually, like, I was doing something else in the back in the warehouse. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude, in 30 minutes, I got to do this podcast. Yeah, work to do. It's always put on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that really helped me, you know. But, um, yeah, dude, uh, you're, the, you're the founder of Andalusia Development Company, um, right? I know you're out in uh, Southern Cali. Yep. And you're a second-generation real estate investor. So t- tell me a little bit about that. You know, I'm a second generation electrical contractor. Yeah. So I'm pretty curious, you know, how your family started in the whole industry and then how you came about, you know, as you were growing up. You know, I was, uh, I was pumping gas for a lot of my life. You know what I mean? I, was, uh, I grew up in a gas station. My dad had a gas station, right? So I spent a lot, a lot of years uh, pumping gas, fixing gas pumps, stocking shelves, just working with my hands, right? Just always something to do. And, you know, as you know, immigrants, you don't hire anybody for anything. You do it all yourself. Yeah. If it's broken, you yeah. fix it. If you don't know how to fix it, you figure out how to fix it and you learn how to fix it. So I spent a lot of years, you know, just working with my hands and uh, got to a point where I was, uh, I graduated college. I was, got a job as a real estate broker uh, for, a commercial company called CBU had doing a lot of uh, commercial deals and took my dad's gas station, sold it and took that money and uh, put it into some real estate investments. And it just been uh, downhill since there. It's been 17, 18 years now of just uh, investing into real estate and then, you know, really working with my hands and, and, and learning the construction and the development side of the business and, and building and developing properties as well. So it goes from pumping gas and fixing gas pumps and putting things together through my hands and going into real estate and development and put, continuing to put things together with my hands with with a with a team now at least. Yeah. So like whenever you first started, did you 
like were you interested in it or were did you just get like you know dragged into it you know i think it kind of evolved from there that you know you being in the construction industry that's a natural transition to go into uh, other aspects of construction real estate development investments and stuff like that because it's all kind of like in the same same you know universe right so i went from college and working in the gas station working my hands and you know whether we were building something or fixing something and going into commercial brokerage where i was representing buyers and sellers and lessors and lessees of of property and new projects and old projects and redevelopment projects and being all around that, it was just kind of a natural progression. And I always enjoyed, and I, and I tell everyone this, I really enjoy putting things together, right? Um, whether it's putting things together with my hands, you know, taking things apart in my car, a gas pump, an air conditioner, or putting together a team to, to build a project, right? Finding the suppliers, supply, finding the, architects, finding the engineers, and then bring them all together with construction crew and, and putting it all together and creating something out of it. So I just always enjoy creating stuff, you know, bringing those teams together. I may not be the creative one. I may not have the vision of an architect or a designer or the, uh, or the uh, ability of a, an electrical contractor to see how things are going to work and how things are going to connect. But I do like getting those teams and putting them together. And I enjoy... Uh, you know, seeing something go from nothing to a hundred percent something. And it's just a, a lot of satisfaction in that. Is, for you, is that part of like seeing, say like a before picture of like, you know, a plot of land, right? Where there's like nothing there, <laughs> but like the finished product. Like, is that the biggest, like higher, the biggest kick that you get out of your career? You know, it's kind of like, I, I, I get excited maybe not at the end when it's all completed, but I get excited knowing that there's an opportunity there. There is something I can, I can put together to make work. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's a good piece of dirt. There's an opportunity with that. How am I going to put everything together to create something there and for it to be profitable? I get more excited going and meeting with the architects and engineers and contractors and subs and material suppliers than I do when the thing is finished, right? I, I enjoy the process more than the final product, you know? It's like the people who enjoy cooking dinner, but when it's time to eat dinner, they're like, oh, it's okay, whatever. I, they just enjoy the process. And that's kind of like me. And I guess that's where I'm good because I'm able to see an opportunity and put those pieces together. And when it's done, it's amazing, but I'm like, okay, what's next? You know what I mean? That I'm, I want, I want the process. I don't want the finished product. You know, some people say, don't get me pregnant. Just give me the baby. Well, the pregnancy part is my favorite part. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Way to put it. yeah. So I enjoy that part. Yeah. That's cool. Man. Uh, did you, uh, so like whenever like you started, right? Like whenever you started like at the gas station and then whenever you started, when you sold it and you started investing, um, yeah. Did you always, did you always like know, like at that point, I guess, like, were you still like trying to find like your direction or your calling or did you know, like, okay, this is what I want to do is like, you know, real estate investing or was that something that you wanted to try, right? To see like if, if you were going to enjoy it. 
I probably would be satisfied in a lot of different industries as long as I had that opportunity to create those teams or create those products or put things together, right? Whether it's <clears throat> real estate development, real estate investing, or if it's, you know, uh, designing a toy and learning how to get this, everyone together to create something. I just want to create stuff, right? I like the process. And it was probably good that I got into commercial brokerage and commercial real estate out, out of college because that kind of led me down the path to real estate investing and developing because it's kind of a natural progression. And that real estate investing and developing allows me to also uh, create and put those teams together and come up with a, a finished product. So it was kind of, I fell into it, but I'm glad I did because it took me down into a progression of exactly what I was looking for and what I was really good at. So you guys have you guys have done some pretty good projects. Uh, what's what's like the biggest and or the biggest and I would say like the biggest and craziest kind of like out of the blue maybe projects. Got a got a couple of them right now in the planning and and early development process right now. They're they're pretty big. Um, so you're in Texas, right? So uh, had a partner we and I bought some land in Dallas early this year, right? North Dallas. And now uh, we are moving fast and really progressing on getting the designs and permits and approvals for uh, 300 townhomes. And uh, it's, it's moving really fast. So that's going to be, you know, maybe a, maybe a hundred million dollar project, you know, and that's kind of like the biggest one right now. I have another one, the same size here in California, but it's going to be uh, apartments. So uh, one's townhomes, one's apartments, and the one here in California is moving a lot slower than the one in Texas, but they're both about the same size financially, and they both they both come with their own set of problems, but um, that's part of the thing that I love. I love working through those problems of putting those teams and issues and coming through that stuff, right? So it was about finding an opportunity that the market was needing. You know, I can go out there and, and build whatever. But if the market doesn't need it, it's going to be a failure, right? So it's part of the process of, of figuring things out about what does the market need? What does Irwin need? What does Ahmed need? What does everyone else out there need? Because I can go out there and build Disneyland, yeah. but if no one wants Disneyland, it's going to be a failure. I need to find things that the people need and, and provide it for them. So that's part of the process as well. Is that the first time that, because I know like all your, or every like project that you're involved in, involved in is on the, like the west side, right? So is that like the first project that you have going on over here in this area, Texas? Yeah, I got two projects in Texas, one in South Dallas, which is uh, high in homes that uh, I'm just an investor with my friend in. So he's running the whole project. I'm just investing in it with him. But since I know real estate and construction, I'm able to do some value add, you know, maybe strategize and brainstorm with him a little bit better to come up with a really good project, but he's in charge of that. And then the one in North Dallas, um, I have a partner on that one as well, who's local and he's able to understand the market a whole lot better than I am, but we come in and we brainstorm and we bring all our, our, um, our skills together to, to do best we can. Um, and so I just focus here in Southern California in you know, maybe a small geographic area that I have, good knowledge about i have connections i have relationships and it it helps me move things forward here and then in in 
outside of Dallas as well, where I have relationships and partners and stuff. So I don't have the team or the structure to go anywhere at this time. Like if somebody brought me a great opportunity in Miami, I'd be like, I don't know Miami. I don't have relationships. I don't have, you know, contacts there. I probably can't move forward with it. You know, I just don't have the team. And, and right now I'm trying to build that team. I'm trying to build that infrastructure where I can take whatever I'm doing and recreate it anywhere. Right. Because I already have a team. I have a structure. I have a game plan of being able to recreate that anywhere. And that's being built as we speak here locally and in Dallas, where I have those connections and those resources. Yeah. So is that, is that the goal for you with this, uh, this company is just to basically expand to different states? Yeah, definitely expand, uh, probably in the southern states, just because of what I do is, is really in demand in those areas. Um, got a handful of areas that I'm looking at, but until I can get California completely under control, uh, I got a good six or seven projects here, and the stuff in Dallas under control. control. Those are the only two areas I'm really looking at building right now, but I think in the next you know, three or four or five years, I'll definitely be expanding out outside of those areas and looking for other opportunities to recreate what I've already been doing well. You know, I don't want to go out and do a new type of product or a new type of development that I've never done before. It'd be about doing what I do really well and just recreating it in a different market. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to like, you know, half-ass like in everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you're an expert at what you do, right? And let's just say, you know, your company, you are experts at, at um, high-rise office buildings, right? And you can get in and get out of them and knock them out all day long and just kick ass all the time. Then all of a sudden, they hire you to, to do the job in a, you know, in a cruise ship. Hey, we need a bunch of electrical work in the cruise ship. Can you do it? Yeah. Is it going to be a disaster? Probably, you know what I mean? Because you've never done it before. But if you go do it in an office building, you'll go win every time. You know what I mean? So it's all about figuring out your strengths and what you're good at and just honing down on that and trying to do better and better with that each and every time. If someone came to me and say, I got this property that we can build some office buildings, I'll be like, I'll probably pass because I probably wouldn't be able to add any value and I'll probably, it would probably be a disaster. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let the I'll let the experts do that kind of job and not me. Yeah. 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 What kind what kind of like as you were kind of like uh, starting your company right and going out on your own like doing all these investments and stuff. <laughs> I feel like I mean you got like a lot of money to play with, and you know these are big projects, right? Like, was did you have like some major setback where you just kind of like backtracked you kind of made you restart some stuff? Yeah. You know, you would like to do a lot, but it's all about leverage, right? It's all about taking what you have and leveraging that to do more. So um, everything got started when, you know, me and my dad sold the gas station and we took that money and we started investing in the real estate and we just rolled it and rolled it and rolled it over the years, right? But you take that money you have and you get a loan for the, for the rest of it and you keep rolling it and rolling it. So a lot of people think you need a lot of money to get into these things and you need a lot of this and a lot of that. You really just need the opportunity because if you have the opportunity, the money is available, the investors are available, the resources are available. Everyone is looking for the opportunity 
because, you know, if I had an opportunity and I didn't have the money for it, I could make some calls to people I know and they would want to invest because it's an opportunity. So the most important thing in this business, whether it's real estate investing or real estate development, is providing an opportunity. I think coming up with the money is uh, down, down on the list a little bit. Because if you, let's say you had a piece of property in downtown, I think you're in Austin, right? Yeah. So let's just say you had a piece of property in the best part of Austin. You know, oh my God, I got this opportunity. But it's going, it's going to take $100 million. But it's a great opportunity. You can go take that opportunity and go talk to Elon Musk, who's over there in Austin with Tesla, and say, hey, Elon, this is a really good opportunity. You want to be a part of this? And they'd be like, hell yeah, I want to be a part of it because it's a great opportunity. You brought the opportunity. He brings the money and you guys do it together. So it's all about finding those opportunities is the most important part of the business, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most people or most people that want to get started focus on the money, right? Which is like, they got this shit backwards. Yeah. It's all about the money. Well, let's just say, you know, you're going down the street and some guy has a classic Ferrari for sale. And he's like, give me 50 grand for it. I don't got 50 grand, but I know the car is worth a hundred. I can go to anyone and say, hey, can I borrow 50 grand? Because I'm going to buy this car that's worth a hundred. I'm going to sell it and we're going to split the profit. They'll be like, hell yeah, let's do this. Because it's all about the opportunity. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, I need a 50 grand to buy the car. No, you don't. You just need to find somebody with 50 grand. You know, and then you guys go and share on the profits. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Right there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What what other piece of advice would you give somebody that wants to, you know, do what you do and you know get started, you know, playing small? <laughs> I think um a lot of people are afraid of investing in themselves because they don't know what is what how to invest in themselves. I think you know things like what you do and things that I do and be part of these groups and these communities that we're a part of people don't know that it exists. Right. So it's all about stepping out of your comfort zone and looking for those groups, those communities, those masterminds, those uh, whatever may be the associations that allow you to grow and connect and meet more people that can help you grow and expand yourself. So <clears throat> You know, I had no idea about Arte, right, uh, until I was listening to a podcast. And I never even listened to podcasts until it came across my my social media. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Listen to it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Listen to more. Oh, these, you know, MFCO, these are amazing. Then, then they create the community. I'm like, holy cow, okay, I want to be a part of that because it's so cool. I become a part of it. I'm like, oh, I'm meeting all these amazing people. And then by that... I started seeing more communities and more groups and more things to, to be a part of, right? And some of these cost money, right? And I think people are afraid of spending a little bit of money on themselves. But if you spend the money on yourself in the right way, it's going to give you a 100x return. You know what I mean? You're going to meet some amazing people. You're going to get some amazing ideas. You're going to learn some amazing things. But I think people are afraid about spending money on themselves. They'd rather go out and spend money on dinner or some clothes or a car because it's a tangible thing. They can, they can pick up their dinner. They can pick up, they can touch the car. They can feel their clothes, right? But when you go and invest in yourself, you can't touch it. It all goes into your mind, right? And I don't think people are used to that. So if people, 
would get out of their comfort zones and invest a little bit of money into themselves by joining these groups or these organizations that will expand them, it'll really, really be a huge benefit. So stop playing small by, by spending money on your clothes and expand your community by spending a little bit of money on yourself and, and paying for these groups and these associations. Because, you know, you're in the business, I'm in the business, you get what you pay for, right? If you want to go hire a cheap contractor, you're going to have some crap <laughs> yeah. results. Or if you go hire you, you're going to have some really good results. You go spend some good money on a group and an organization, you're going to have some really good results. But you just got to put your money put your money where your mouth is and, and pull the trigger and be a part of something like that. That's a big piece of advice I'd give to anyone. Yeah. So when you, joined, when you first joined these groups, right, um, how, how, ha, how has that helped your business? Like, how, like what significant change did you see? Like, oh, shit, like, you know, really made an impact in this part. Huge, huge change, right? Because, you know, if we're not taught to have an open mindset and an abundance mindset when we're young, we'll never have it, right? So by joining these groups, I'm able to see what other people are doing, right? I'll be like, holy cow, that guy got a lot of stuff going on. That girl has a lot of great opportunities in front of her. How are they doing it? Why are they doing so much better than, than me, et cetera, et cetera, right? And what it really is, is you're now surrounding yourself with people who are <clears throat> doing a lot and having a lot of success. And when you realize that you can have a lot of success as well, you start doing more. Your vision starts opening up. You start having more opportunities in front of you because you realize, hey, if John over here is killing it, and John's not better than me. He's a good guy, smart guy, talented guy. I'm a good guy, smart guy, talented guy. I should be doing as much as John is doing and, and even more, right? It's like friendly competition, right? I'm like, so when you start surrounding yourself with people who are doing more, you'll start doing more, right? You'll start seeing the opportunities. You'll start understanding, hey, I could be better. I could be doing more. I could be excelling versus just staying in your own lane with tunnel vision and just doing the same in and out every year. So once I surrounded myself with those people, I took my business from here to here really quick. Dude, that, like, when you said like the, the keeping that open-minded, like that's definitely not like something that I was taught, right? And like a lot of people that I went to high school with, like I know they were, they weren't taught that, right? Cause they're just, you know, like the average middle-class you know, families and just not taught that in that kind of, like um, neighborhoods and where you grow up in high school, college, you're not taught that. And that was like the same thing that, like when I joined Arte, that was like the first group that I joined, right, Arte. And then like a couple months later, I met like, some guys that were doing pretty good. And like, you kind of look at the, like I would look at them first and I would be like, damn dude, like, you know, that's, you know, that's Tony Watley, right? And that's, yeah. It's like that's Miguel Garcia, right? Like they've been, yeah. like they're OGs, right? So they're like you kind of see them like up here, but you know once you meet them, you talk to them, they're just regular dudes, you know, and you see them doing shit, and you're like damn, dude, I can do that too. Right? Yeah. It's like wow, you're you're doing big shit. Okay, I'll, I'm going to do big shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
if you don't put yourself in those situations, you'll never, you'll, you'll never realize how big you can, you can be, how much you can do. Cause you'll be, you'll be playing in that small pond that you've always played in and never realizing there's so much more out there that could, could happen. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's what I like about it. Cause I look around and I see, see these guys that are doing big things. I was like, okay, that's really amazing. Good. Congratulations. That's a great accomplishment. And then I think about, well, he's not smarter than me. She's not better than me, but they have a different mindset. Why can't I do it too? And, and I did, you know, it took some time. It's still, it's still, I'm still working on it, you know, but there's more I can do and I can go further. So it's, it's just about surrounding yourself with those people and, and forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and, and looking for those groups and people that will take you there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I agree. <laughs> I see that. I see that you have a, a real estate uh, course. Yeah, I've been working on that, uh, on the development course. Um, I'm hoping to, I was going to launch it uh, about a month or two ago, but I decided to change the format about it. I was going to film a bunch of modules that you can follow along with. And I decided that I'm going to start, I'm going to do a, uh, a live Zoom call. Like we're going to be doing this live, right? I'm going to have Q&A back and forth. And so instead of just watching modules, it's going to be like a live call every, every week. And then we'll progress through the steps of development and how to develop property and how to <clears throat> look for the things that you need to look out for, how to avoid the things that you need to avoid and how to find those resources that you need to go from start to finish on a property development. Um, it'll be kind of like a, a crash course saying, Hey, if you want to get into real estate development, here are a, here is a six-week course that we're going to have. We're going to be meeting every week, and we'll be going through the steps on how to identify a property, how to uh, understand a property, how to understand uh, development, zoning, planning, permitting, entitlements, engineers, architects, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, up until it's like time for construction. And then that's a totally different thing. But it's all about understanding those basic fundamentals of property development and trying to teach uh, a process that will help you avoid some of those mistakes that you can make along the way that can completely wipe you out financially, right? There's a lot of things that would be uh, disastrous. Um, Somebody wants to develop some houses, build two, three houses on a property. Okay. They go out and they buy the land and they get the plans and they get high the architect. And then when they're getting ready to go, they realize there's no sewers in the street or there's no water in the street. And they got to go and, you know, go a thousand feet down the street and connect. And that's going to cost $50,000, $100,000. Well, if you were able to understand that from the very beginning, you would have been able to either budget for that or to avoid that property altogether. And I'm trying to help people look for things like that, that may come back and bite them that they didn't think about because just because there's a road there doesn't mean it has all the things you need. doesn't mean there's a sewer. It doesn't mean there's water. It doesn't mean that uh, there's curbs and gutters and this and that. It doesn't mean the city is going to pay for this. No, the city is going to make you pay for it. You, you know, now these days, if you're going to develop property, and there's no curb and gutter and sidewalk, the city makes you pay for it, right? If there's no 
trees and, and streetlights on in front of your, your development, the city will make you pay for it. If you don't understand that stuff and you get into this, all of a sudden you have another $100,000 in, in development costs, it could wipe you out, right? So I try and teach people these are things that you need to look for when you, when you evaluate property and you go through the development process. Yeah, yeah. These aren't, these aren't things like what you're talking about. These aren't like small no. costs yeah. that you can eat up. Like these, that's huge numbers. I, I, got, I did a property where they already had curbs and gutters in the street, right? crosswalks and everything and the city is like okay well we're going to give you your permit but you need to upgrade the curbs and gutters and sidewalks you need to rip out the crosswalk and redo it so it's ada uh accessible etc 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 because the crosswalk had a slope like this but for ada uh, regulations it had to have a much less of a slope so i had to pay for all that i'm like well it's not my sidewalk it's your sidewalk it's not my curb it's not my crosswalk it's your crosswalk they're like well take it or leave it so i had to pay for all that i had to hire a contractor to come in and redo all that stuff you know yeah. it's yeah uh, it could really come back and bite you if you're not careful i, I like that you're you know you're giving back like you're making people aware like with the course you're making people aware it's not like you're just creating courses to make money, right? Like you have a legit track record behind it. You know, it's, it's what I know. It's what I'm good at. And, you know, I will never be able to do all the projects. That means that uh, there other people do projects, right? I will, yeah. you know, there will, I'll never have competition with anyone, right? Because I go out and look for my own opportunities, right? I'll have competition here and there on certain things, but for the most part, You'll never be my competition. This person will never be my competition. That person will never be my competition. So might as well help them do it better. Might as well help them not lose their ass and a bunch of money on something they didn't know about. Might as well help them build something the right way that will last them a long time so they can give it to their children and their grandchildren. You know what I mean? You know, I don't, I hate seeing crappy work. I hate seeing people lose out on their money and their savings and their investment because they weren't informed or they weren't taught the right way. I hate seeing contractors and, and service providers take advantage of people just because they can, you know, Mr. Contractor, you can still make money and not take advantage of that person. You know what I mean? Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so, you can still have a good opportunity or a good project here and not, lose all your money, you know what I mean? And not be taken advantage of. And I hate seeing that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. So Yeah, that's 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 huge too. And especially in construction, right? Like construction gets a bad name because yeah. like people do stuff like that and it's like damn dude like same thing happened to a friend of mine yesterday. He called me saying my contractor took off and didn't finish the work and I was like, oh okay, you know that doesn't need to happen, but it does. You know what I mean? It's just unfortunate. So I'm trying to help people avoid that as much as possible. So if people want to join your course, is it available right now or like? Uh, uh, I'll be launching. Yeah, I'll be launching it pretty soon. You just got to go follow me on Instagram. I'll put all the announcements on Instagram and stuff like that. Okay. Is that is that the that logo in the background that's uh yeah no that's uh, a med builds better so uh if you just look up my name ahmed 
uh, Ahmed Builds Better, you'll be able to find my Instagram. And I, I put a lot of content out there on tips and tricks and best practices and, and things about investing and developing as much as I can. And then once I get ready to start the uh, live course on, you know, the construction development, uh, kind of like a boot camp, it's not going to be super in-depth, but it will give you all the basics you need to know to get started and to avoid a lot of the problems that you may uh, encounter. Okay, cool. Um, so is there, is there anybody that, like a specific person that, you know, has a skill that you need that can, you know, help you grow in your business? Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. I, I watch Ed, Ed and Andy all the time, and I'm just like, the ability to to convey a message and to lead people and to show people uh, a vision and a and a and a path and a progress it's 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 amazing you know what I mean being able to have that ability to speak to people you know you know Andy Frisella is like you know he's our mentor and <clears throat> he didn't go to college and there's nothing actually he just built it hard work right Ed Milet same thing. But the, but the ability to, to pass on their message and to teach people and to show people and to get people to uh, buy into that vision and buy into that dream, I think is amazing. So, and if I had that opportunity, I can do that and go and do more projects and bigger projects and get bigger groups of people together and get bigger teams together to do bigger and better projects. So it's definitely something to, that I need to work on for sure because – it's about the opportunity. And if I could find the opportunity, then it's about creating that team and bringing everyone together and stuff like that. Yeah, and I see you've been doing like some speaking. Yeah, it's that message. Today. Yeah, I mean, because if you could share that dream and share that opportunity, that's that's everything. You know what I mean? That's everything. Because people want to be a part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is, is, maybe there's somebody listening to this or watching the video, you know, that's going to be on YouTube that, you know, maybe they want to come and, and work for you or, you know, help you grow your business? Like, what are you looking for in that specific person? You know, I, I think it's about someone who is, um, who would be a self-starter, right? Because your business, my business, they're both very similar. Sometimes you got super heavy days, busy days, crazy days, and some days are a little bit lighter for whatever reason, right? So it's about someone who can say, okay, uh, my workload is a little bit light today, but there's a lot of things I can, I can improve and, and, and bring to the table and, and make this business better, make this company better, make this a better experience for everyone. So if someone who has the mindset that they could always be not only improving their, their job and their position, but, but everyone around them is important to me, right? Because if I don't grow, you don't grow. And if you don't grow, I don't grow. So if we have the mindset that, hey, we can all contribute to each other and grow this thing, I think that's pretty important. You know what I mean? Versus someone just sitting there waiting for someone to instruct them and guide them and to hold their hand day after day after day. You know what I mean? It's, hey, here's your job. Here's your responsibilities. Go after it. And if you can make it better, and if you can grow it, and if you can bring value to everyone else, figure out how to do that and do that as well. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, yeah. so we're wrapping up here, man. Like, is Instagram like the only place or 
the best place where somebody could reach you at? Maybe that person that you're looking for? Yeah, um, I do. I do go to a few events. Um, definitely uh, development events and real estate events. Um, uh, I do uh, post it from time to time on on uh, my Instagram. If I'm going to be speaking somewhere, I, I do post that. So uh, I'll be speaking in Dallas in September. So I'll be in Dallas mid September uh, at a speaking event for a development conference. So I'll be there and. Um, if there's any out, any other opportunities to come in that I'll be speaking out, I'll post it on my Instagram. So just follow my Instagram and there'll be the opportunities to, to connect with me there for sure. Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you, Ahmed, for coming on the course. course. No, this is good. Finally get to meet you after all these all these months and years. Yeah, dude, finally. Hopefully I'll see you in one of the, you know, the another conference or so. Meetup yeah. Time. 100%. Definitely meet you soon. For sure, when I come to Dallas or when I come to Texas one of these days. Yeah, sounds good, man. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you.